Hi, this is Lisa Hazard with We're All Psychic, and today it is a week later, almost well, a week in a day. Misty is here with me, and we would like to talk to each other and at you again. So I hope you enjoy yourself. And Misty, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's hot here in Alabama. It is very hot. <laughs> 98, 99 degrees hot. Too hot for me. Yes. But, you know, air conditioning is a good thing. And oh, yes. thank all the gods, goddesses, deities, and whatever uh, everybody believes in for air conditioning. Yes. Man. Yes. <laughs> Very much Somebody so. made that. I'm glad that I have good air conditioning in my car, too. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> so, what have you been doing this past week? What did you feel well, your with? Um, I've been busy. We've had house guests, and, you know, I've been cleaning and taking care of kids and that fun oh, stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff. What about you, Lisa? How uh, was your week? Well, I had some stomach problems. Surprise. And my Aww. husband was a little sick, but uh, kids are good. Spencer, he went out with his friends last night and um, he doesn't go out too much. So we we're really happy that he got to do that. Good. Yeah. Get him out of the house. Yeah. Get that kid out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's what? 16, 17. 17. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's been learning to drive. He's a really good driver, but we haven't taken him for the test yet. So mm. uh, he's very nervous about it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, Not the park anymore. Can you believe that? That's just, man. I know. Um, anything else? Uh, see, I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure I did stuff, but I just don't remember very well. well I'm just glad everybody is well and nobody is sick. Oh, yeah. Um, knock on wood. There's some wood right here. Yeah. Knock you on wood. Hear it. Knock You're in, not knock in. You're knocking on wood. <laughs> I have a friend who always knocks on her head when she says that. <laughs> <laughs> so last week we talked about spirit guides and we touched on some spirits and stuff like that. And I did an intro to an interview I'm doing with a friend named Omega about spirits. And we're going to have our interview hopefully this week. So you had expressed an interest in exploring that side of the psychic world um when we talked this past week and doing more conversation about spirits for this interview yes and you said you did some research what kind of stuff did you find well you know i spirit guides always have interested interested me but um i did a little uh homework not as much as i wanted to do but um, I kind of looked into um, some of the Native American Indians and um, what they believe. And um, I found out that they uh, have nine different spirit animals that will accompany them through their entire lifetime acting as guides. And I thought that was kind of cool because usually when you think of spirit guides, you know, animals don't really fall into that picture. At least they didn't, you know with me before so um i thought that was really cool and um different animals come in at different times of their lives is, is what i read about it and one of them stays with them their entire life and the indians say that um most of us are drawn to these certain animals in some way. And, and that's how they know that that's their animal spirit. Um, it could be a, a bird. It could be a fox. Uh, it could be a cat. It could be a dog. It could be a fish. It could be anything. Um, so I thought that was very interesting. I find that extremely fascinating. Um, I have 
I love cats. I love adorable. Yes, I Lisa loves cats. Yeah, and um, I had a cat named Morgana, and she uh, passed away on the solstice, winter solstice, in 2017. Mm-hmm. And she that night, I drank a lot of wine, <laughs> and I had a vision. Uh, like we had buried her under a tree in our backyard by our shed, and I saw. This is before I started learning the traditional tarot. Okay. And I saw her, like, she was orange, long, long hair, beautiful princess. She was the princess, Princess Morgana. So that will make more sense of the story. So I just saw her, like, filling the dead branches of that tree with orange glowing, like, because she was, she had orange eyes, too. And, uh, and I heard the Empress Morgana. So I was like, I told her, I was drunk. I turned around to my husband. I said, Morgana's not Princess Morgana anymore. She's the Empress Morgana. So then it gets weirder. (laughs) Then, um, my best friend, April, gave me a tarot deck, a traditional tarot deck. Not the Rider Waite, but the made after that called the Mystical Cat Tarot. And now something I can do is I can look forward into time and see something. And Morgana was sick. I don't always like doing it. Yeah. So I looked ahead and I saw her with a litter of kittens. Uh-huh. So I when she was sick. She's that was so she's she was spayed. She couldn't have a litter of kittens. Right. So that was my information. That's how I knew she was not gonna make it through the sickness. And um and she had white kittens in particular, and she's an orange cat. It was just kind of a sad, you know, moment for me. I was like, oh. But then when of I got course. this tarot deck from April, I opened it up and I started going through them and the third the number three card, the Empress was a mother cat with kittens, white kittens. Of course the it was. The mama cat was a white cat. It wasn't a Morgana, but yeah. the kittens were just like, they were laid out just like she had been in that vision I saw. And then I could communicate with her. Like, and she helped me learn that tarot deck. And she helps me find lost pets. And she helps <gasps> me find stuff in my house. So <laughs> yeah, she's always around. And, and uh. she's like, a, so when you talk about the spirit animals, it's like a huge part of my life. I've always been very big love animals. Yes. And she's always around and she comes and, and all my other cats, after her, two other cats passed away within six months. Uh-huh. And they and then another one about a year later, we just had a bad time, a lot of sicknesses and stuff like that. But uh, so now, yeah, she helps me all the time. She's like, just like a person. She talks. I mean, doesn't that make you feel so much better? Yes. <laughs> she's here yes. with you. Yes. You know? I have a picture of Gandalf. I'll show it to you. Yeah, you'll you have to show it to I, me. I have a picture of my cat Gandalf looking next to me where she usually sits. She usually sits to my left. And I, I zoomed in on the picture just because I thought he was cute. And I saw her in his eye. I'll just show you. You can see her reflection. I sent it to my husband. I said, zoom in on his eye. And she, you can see her. You can see Morgana just sitting there right in, next so to me. And he's looking at her. She, she, she wasn't alive, though. <laughs> yeah. animal. Yeah, yeah. And she was your animal in this lifetime. And now she is your spirit animal. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. She That's a really special. cool story. Well. We had an interruption. Okay, so there is a short break. We had uh, some visitors. We are at the shop I work at, Amethyst Sage and Hartzell, in my healing room, or reading room. And I haven't been able to work because uh, coronavirus and social distancing, as far as in-person readings. But, um, so, sorry for the interruption and drop-off of the topic. We are going to pick that up again, I guess. Um, we were talking about Morgana, and... Um, I showed Misty after, while we were taking a break, I showed her the picture of Gandalf. Yes, it's for real. I saw it with my own two eyes. She saw Morgana's Yes, eye I did. Of Morgana's face in his eye. Yes, that was so, so cool. 
Maybe I'll make a little picture of that for the intro. I think you should. Podcast. Yeah. yeah. The picture. Uh, it's really, really <laughs> cool. I really, really am impressed. But it took, it was like, a, it took a good amount of time to really work with Morgana. Like really, first of all, get over the what, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and she, she, I, like, you know, I think I've talked to you this before, but when I see spirits, I don't usually physically eyeball. There's a spirit standing there. It's kind of like in my mind's eye. Right. And so with Morgana has always been in my mind's eye, but sometimes she'll be there. Like uh, one time it was a very dramatic night in my life. I will go into that story, but let's just say I ended up at a hotel <laughs> and as I was walking, isn't that how it I always ends? Hotel, no, it's like, well, it always ends that way in a hotel, in, in a hotel California. Like as I was opening the door to my hotel room, I'd walked to this hotel and I just saw this orange blur, like sh- right by my feet and it was like I, I like actually saw it you know with oh. eyeballs and I was very distressed that night and to actually see her like physical form zoom in like oh. she, I knew she had been with me that long walk that night for four hours when I walked yeah and um and one time I saw her in the bathtub she used to like sit in the bathtub <laughs> I blinked and she was gone you know it's like yeah. something like that'll happen but she she's like for most my experiences with guides, they are not intrusive. They're really just going to be there if you ask them to help you or be, you know, they'll, they'll interfere if you're going to like get in trouble before your time or something. Right, you know? right. And, and I've, really, I've yeah. experienced that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not like really interfering so much as saving your life or right. you know, keeping you out of a, you, you yes. talked about that voice in your head or something, you know, your mm-hmm. intuition telling you sometimes that's your guides, you know, and, uh, or angels or any kind of spirit that you have invited in or they chose to be a part of your life yes. or you chose them how whatever your belief system is is from a lot of this is like a lot of the psychic stuff i feel is mixed up with spirituality and it can be that way for a lot of people but for me to take the spirituality out of it helped a lot the idea that um there's something sacred about it that there's yes. something untouchable about it and yes. real about it that that to me like doesn't mesh with the way the abilities work that makes sense well i was going to ask you too um i've read that people you know um have different spirit guides some have more than others do you think that's because some people need more help than other people or i'm not really sure i think it's just that they well it's it's a belief system but it's not a spiritual belief necessarily but i think that possibly we pick who we want to come with us into the lifetime okay uh the spirits and maybe they come along otherwise i've had i have a few and i have a lot of ancestors who come and visit if i i had a a psychic reader put it to me like this her name was tracy and she said if you think of them they're there so when you think of them they're there it's that simple Mm -hmm. you're like, like if you think of a passed away relative let's say i think of my cousin andrew um he was the first spirit to come and I was like, what's going on? Cause he, he passed away when, uh, he was 21 and I was 17. Uh-huh. Um, that was the first time a spirit came and that I was aware of. Right. right. <laughs> uh, yeah. As the night we found out he died, like I got the call right after I had a vision of him like coming to visit me. So and he just I- came to, it was just like, uh, uh, his picture kind of flashed in your mind or you actually saw him like in front of you and then you got the call or how did he come to you well I was in bed and I always had a hard time sleeping I think it was my junior year might have been my senior I'm not sure but I was in high school and I couldn't sleep and uh just about to 
tried to drift off and then I remembered, but I relived it when I remembered it. So it was kind of, that's what I mean by the vision. It was like, kind of like deja vu kind of? No, it was actually no. like happening again. Oh. I was in my aunt's oh. house with my cousin and it actually had happened where when I was 15, uh, my cousin Andrew came home late at night. I was up reading a Stephen King book. And at one point, I stole a beer out of the fridge. Oh. Ooh, Stephen and King I, and I, beer. I a beer. And I, it was so gross. I drank like half of it and I just like buried <laughs> it in the trash. I always had tons of booze. They wouldn't notice it. And Andrew came home from partying with his friends. He's older. Yeah, he's like 19 or something. And he says, um, you want a beer? And I was like, no, I've already had one. <laughs> and now that's that was what because I wanted to be all cool for him. But well, yeah. The vision that came to me the night I found out he had died was that moment but then he just smiled and stopped and looked at me he's like you're like in, in my head i heard him talking to me oh, yeah like, yeah you're trying to impress me oh you don't have to impress me you already do like all this information came and all this and this look in his eyes and everything and then the phone rang yeah and i picked it up it was my grandmother with the news you know what, he, had so, been, he had been murdered too by a serial killer no it was really dramatic no know? yeah it was in florida in 93 i think or 92 Wow. It was a really, yeah, I mean, it changed all of our lives. And what serial killer was it? Well, it was the National Guardsman. It wasn't like a well-known one. It was a National Guardsman who uh, took him and his two of his friends out and they met him in a bar and then it just went wrong. And wow. they, they could prove that he had been in, involved in two other cases, just like in other areas where he'd done recovery work. Yeah. But they just couldn't prove it. So they only, uh, they only, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Put him in jail. Yeah. Convicted. There we go. Convicted yeah. him of those three crimes. So, wow. Yeah, I bet that did do a number on your family. So it that really was the did. first time you experienced that happen before. Where I knew, yeah, like anything like that. Definitely. You know, and th when you said that um, he didn't like say anything, but you could like. It's like um, you're communicating. Yes, like yeah. that's how I experience it. Yes, like in in the the I don't want to call them dreams because they're not really dreams, but. When uh, I've had loved ones come through, it, it there are never words said. It's always just things are known. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it, exactly. It, it, it's not like um, a conversation like we're having right now. It, it's just like you know, I say something in my mind, and and you already know it, and then we just agree on something or disagree on something, and and yeah. that's the way you know I communicate with them. Yeah, that's it's, it's quite strange that that that's the, the, the common way to do it i guess i don't know what the common way is that's how it works well for me. That, oh, <laughs> it works for me too. we're finding out i know yeah. we're discovering it's, that we're alike like, like that dropped in there yeah. yeah i think a lot of people have these experiences and uh like say you're someone like a little girl praying to her grandfather who passed away for example just a random random a little girl praying to her grandfather who passed away if she's thinking of him he is there yeah so you know she's praying and maybe she might get you know, thought in her head, oh, she wouldn't know any different. That's all she knows. Right. You know, this is always how it is. When you pray to for grandfather in heaven, he answers somehow. Yes. And a five-year-old girl would know that. But then when she gets to be 12, maybe she gets that little thought in her head when she prays for her grandfather and or prays to him or however, you know, whatever her religion or reason she was praying. And maybe she'll experience it that way. The this the knowledge dropped into her head like we have, or maybe she would see something, or maybe uh, something fall off a shelf that was his, or something. A lot of different yes. things happened to different. Uh, that's different happened ways. to me before. Yeah, like yeah. the actual like stuff moving and. Oh yeah, like when my brother died, the next day, um, my mother had a rose um, 
in a vase by his bed. And the night after he died, it would be knocked over every night. And finally, on the third night, my mom picked the rose up. And she said, Chris, I want this rose right here. Leave it alone. (laughs) And guess what? It never happened again after she told him not to do it. So, yeah. and, And I wonder, too, if, you know, a lot of people say that they've lost loved ones and, you know, they've tried to... Um, communicate with them and they can't um, and then some are so easy to communicate with like right away after they pass you know you're um, experiencing things happen and I don't know why that is I don't know I've actually asked some guides about that before and um, I have one main spirit guide that I work with his name is Sam and the way he explained it and he has explained what this is now, but it's kind of a lot to get into. But the way they used to explain it to me when I would do a medium reading for someone or for myself, like, well, can I talk to, or if you're here, so-and-so, you know, like in my head, I do this, you know, like just say I'm getting a medium reading for you and you're asking me to contact someone. I would like get a physical description and look around and start like bringing my walls down and letting some right. through until that one came through. They're really gentle and calm now. So that usually does happen. So let's say the, another one comes through and I'm like, well, there's... The one you're describing isn't here, but this one's here. And then that one would usually tell me the word they use is traveling. They say something like, that spirit can't come right now. They're traveling. And and it took a, like, just recently, Sam kind of got through to me what traveling is. But it's basically the, what I used to think it was pretty much is what it is, kind of. But they kind of go off and explore things where they can't be in a million places at once. Like Like different dimensions? I don't know. I guess so. Yeah, it's like. I mean, I don't know. That's how I picture it. Yeah, like, I just like picture many, many dimensions. Like, you know, just because we're humans and we're on Earth doesn't mean that's all there is. Right. Okay. You know, <laughs> you know yeah. and of course, heaven. And, you know, I, I believe there's many, many, many dimensions. I do too. Yeah. You know, everybody's got a different word for them. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, when I die, I'm going to go exploring too. <laughs> so if you try to contact me, I'll be in the fifth dimension for a little while. Why stop there? Yeah. Right. I mean, I've got stuff to do. I'll come around when I'm ready. Do you think that's kind of yeah, yeah, the way it works? I mean, yeah, there's, other, there's a lot to it. It's kind of hard to get into, and I don't have the words for it, right? Right. So um, when I'm, I'm working on my website still, and I'm going to make a forum. I just found out I can put a forum, you know, like a message board on the website so i'm gonna start uh hopefully build that tonight or tomorrow night yeah and invite you know start an email list and invite some people who would like to ask questions on the forum and be involved in that that would be fun. so i think that'd be a good place to explore some topics on a more detailed, deeper waves. Besides, I, I communicate better writing than I do talking. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. I think that would be a good format, and I hope to work on the blog some more, too, and get that going. And Misty, if you would like to, I would love to have you guest write some blogs. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I love uh, writing, and, like, talking about this kind of stuff is right up my alley. <laughs> Me too, yeah. You know, I could talk for hours and hours, <laughs> but I, I, I won't do that quite yet. Well, we have lots of hours. We'll just have to separate them all and well, do a you, long, progressive relationship. <laughs> okay, so when did you actually um, meet your spirit guides? I met, like, how old were you? I think I started talking with Sam. I started writing a book. And he's the main one, Sam? He's the main one that I'm aware of. That, okay. I mean, there's a lot of them, but he's the main one I work with. Okay. And I can communicate very clearly with him. 
and he came i was i was a writer when i was younger still write but i used to write novels and i started when i was 24 and i first book second book i was working on was i made up a character named sam he just flashed into my head when i was trying to think of ideas and uh i just really liked him i loved him i was like he's real you know and i got yeah. like oh my gosh he's so freaky. he talks to me and i, I was really like Woo, out there in my head you know uh i didn't know what was going on i didn't tell anybody about the things that were happening in my of head. course talking to this this character he was a real person in my head and i just couldn't explain that anymore. right you know? right and you probably didn't want to no, that was like an I was intimate like terrified thing. no i was like oh, they'll think i'm crazy they'll know well yeah that's you know, that's where that but you know you probably yeah. wanted to just you know make it between you and in this character you yeah know? yeah I, I don't know i just uh, it was just a really weird time for me because i didn't believe in any of the things i was experiencing like how old were you again 14 no, this was like 23 24 oh, 25 okay. like it, it that's a hard age, too. Yeah, because everybody's finding themselves in yeah. jobs and what they're supposed to do and the people they're going to marry. And I'm right. like, in my bedroom, daydreaming about a <laughs> <laughs> character from my book and like having talks with them and stuff. Yeah. You know, and um, that, that sounds like my alley. Right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I could only be doing that at 23, <laughs> I would have been in a lot less <laughs> It was lonely. I mean, I thought I Aww. was mad. I mean, I really thought I was crazy. I, 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 didn't, yeah. I didn't want to tell. I mean, I didn't tell anybody about that for a long right. time. Right. I don't, I, I know, I know what yeah. you're saying. I mean, I, I did talk to some people when I moved to Phoenix when I was 26 or 26. Yeah, I was 26. I think I went to Phoenix. And um, I met some people, like out there at that time in 90 or 2000 or so, people were not as open to this kind of stuff in Alabama where I lived. But yeah. Phoenix it was more, you know, yeah. there were actual like I knew a psychic reader and I got to know her and she's one of my guides now. She actually passed away when she in her thirties. Really? She comes around so she's now one of your guides. She she's just comes around with well, I don't know if she's one of my guides. She came to be a guide and she's like, I'm not good at this. <laughs> but she still comes around and she's with Andrew a lot actually. Really? And she and when she was alive, we went to Coachella. And she um, did a reading for everybody, and she did a reading, and she asked each of us to invite a spirit who had passed. Uh-huh. And um, she said, um, I said, well, I'll have my cousin Andrew come, if he'll come. And she said, and she said he's here. I said, oh, he'll stay, won't he? And she said, yeah, he will stay after because after the reading, because I knew he liked the is a he's a musician it was coachella you know right we're drinking beer at you know nine in the morning doing readings at coachella you know, yeah yeah tent. yeah so he was gonna love that and she and then she just had this real funny look on her face and and when they come they're always together not always she when she comes he's with her he'll come without her sometimes but it's like hmm, what's going on there yeah <laughs> you know? okay do you think that maybe they had a connection like in another lifetime or i don't maybe? know i don't know i considered that and another thing that came up in her reading when she read my palms was um like she told me all these she's she like i'm with a man with two kids and so she told me what ended up happening and um she said your spirit guide's gonna leave you and i don't know why and it actually happened where sam and i parted ways at one time hmm. not because we had to but i had learned it's it's one of those crazy things I was in a room with my husband and my friend Julie, and you know Sam was there, and I was—I think we were watching a movie or something—and uh, I was having—I wasn't watching the movie. I was talking to Sam, you know, in my head, and uh, we reached this point where we—I like—I was like, I have learned what you came to ta- teach me, haven't I? And he said, Yes. I was like, Thank you. 
And I guess, like, I guess we don't need to work with each other. I mean, we don't, yeah, we do we even still work with each other. He's like, I don't know, it's whatever you want. And I was like, well, if you need to go do your thing, you think, thank you for teaching me this lesson. And I felt so good and so great. And then I forgot what the lesson was. Like, it was like no. taken out of my mind, like the words for it or whatever it was he was teaching me. It's just like taken right out. Really? <laughs> yeah. think he did that on purpose? I don't know if he did it. I don't know if I did it. I don't know how, I don't know what that was, but, uh, then um he would come around us still to see if he wanted to come around and talk, you know, I miss you and um and then we started working with each other again and he was like, Well, it was never like I was gone, I was always here. Right. But he had said that. So they, they do what we want them to do if they're working with us. Right. You know, so you he was kinda like, Well, you seemed like you know, you were saying this way and this is what you expected, so that's how it played out. It's kinda how he puts it. Yeah. You know. That's goes that back so to cool. when you think of them as there, what you want them to help you with they will you know in the best way they can for your best best good so how did he appear to you like um like um a human form or he was, was a human form yeah yeah he, he has brown hair about down to his shoulders big brown eyes kind of like medium skin tone um and april uh my friend april who's a reiki uh master when she first started doing reiki that's when Sam started coming around a lot again, when she was learning Reiki and talking about it and when she performed Reiki. And um, I kept telling her, you know, Sam's saying, you know, you can ask him for help. She's like, well, I invited the guides. I was like, well, well I don't know what he's saying. You have to ask for him specifically. And like some thing, I don't know what it means. Maybe it's a ritual thing. I don't know. But she's saying, yeah, he's, he's saying you have to ask for him specifically. So she did in her mind. And she said, she went, whoa, she was doing Reiki on me. And uh, she went, whoa. <laughs> so wow. Like, she said, I just felt like this. Like, she put her hand, she had her hands out because she was about to do Reiki. Yeah. And she's like, I felt it like just shoot through into my arms and hands. Wow. Like, right when I asked for him by name. And she went to finish her Reiki certification. Um, Sam came as her Reiki guide. Yeah. When, they, when she met a Reiki guy, she met him and a couple other guides. And he was on, and she, she, she sees him like, she's like I do. Like, he's really goofy and silly and he, like, plays pranks and tries to make you laugh a lot and yeah he can also be very serious and you know studious if he wants to be if he's supposed to be so but, do you think that he did he ever tell you like if he was um a, an actual uh human in another lifetime or did he say he said he was my ancestor he said okay he was my ancestor okay yeah and we've lived lives together but um that was uh i was really sick one time i had pancreatitis and i didn't know it was from a medicine i was taking depakote and I had a very bad uh, episode, I guess, really painful in this, whatever this is, happened. Yeah. It happened twice. And both times I really thought, I mean, I was going, you know. Yeah. And the spirits came and they're all like, oh, I'm going, <laughs> you know. Really? And, That's and scary. the first time, yeah, it wasn't, though. That's a really weird thing is it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't? It wasn't. I was just like, it was so peaceful. And it was like, okay, I'm ready. You know, and it's like, okay, you guys. And then. Um, that's when Sam told me, look, you know, I was your relative. I mean, we're like, I'm your, like your ancestor is where I came from. And he showed me imagery of like time we spent together in life, a life, just one of them, I think. Really? And yeah. And it was, I think we were Native American as well, because he kind of looks Native American. Yeah. And, um, he's like, uh, just, we're just like running through the woods and we're about maybe 12 and we're just running around in the woods playing with sticks and stuff. You know, that's all, he, that's all. And there was some water in the woods, like a creek or something. That's all I really remember Yeah, from what he showed me. That is so neat. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's the only memory that you could have of him is what he gave you. I, I don't know. That's all I've ever really looked for. 
Yeah. I guess I'm, maybe I should look some more and ask him to show me more, but I just, you know, never thought to. <laughs> so if somebody was like trying to um, find who their spirit guide was, what would you suggest them start out doing? Like mm. just flat out asking, hey, could I have my spirit guide come forth? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then like, cause I've done that before Yeah, and, and I do it a lot, but it's not like, I, I don't actually pertain to a certain one. I just, I, I feel like maybe there's multiple and I don't know how to connect, I guess, right. like a deeper connection is what I'm trying to get like, at. have a name, have a face. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, I think the best thing, like best advice I can give is to like release expectations of what happens when you ask them to come. Like, just if that makes sense, <clears throat> like just release your, everything you expect to happen and nothing will. And then like, let's say you ask, you go home and you're sitting in your bedroom, no one's around or out back or wherever you like to be. And you just ask, you know, will any of my guides let me know about them? And just don't expect any. It's really hard not to expect something. <laughs> but, I know. And then what, what, what you first imagine will probably be the first thing that flashes in your head will probably be a guide. Like if you, if you close your eyes and you just get an image, it might be an elephant. I don't know. It could be anything, you know, but it'll have a relation to that guide somehow that's trying to communicate with you. The only thing I think that holds a lot of us back from fully exploring that spiritual access we have to the spirit world is the expectations you know that we have they will come and do this they will make something move they will be a voice they will be whatever they you know expectation yeah you expect to happen yeah um if if uh you don't expect anything because that's what happened to me i didn't expect anything and then it happens you know um i was expecting to make up a character for a book and then what you know? yeah <laughs> lifelong spirit friend See, and, <laughs> that, that, and that's you know th i think that's awesome you know not everybody gets that you know and so that's why you know i want that in my life and i'm yeah. sure a lot of other people want that too we'll and they're that. probably you know yeah. wondering how do i get there you know so let's just say that you do that you know and maybe you do you know get a little something you know in your vision when you're doing that um, like, where do you go from there? Uh, how do you, can you actually make yourself see them? Um, I, or, don't, I don't see them with my eyes. I do it with the mind's eye, like a, like, like a third eye kind of thing. Right. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Okay. But he's like standing right here, looking down at you uh -huh. and, and okay. he's poking you like, well, he's short. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he just poked you when you said, Hey, <laughs> 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 he's laughing. See, um, I, I just want to experience that. Yeah, the best advice is just don't expect and just whatever you, if you do that, wherever you go, like wherever you end up trying again, next time you try to ask for your spirit guide to come or a spirit guide, just do anything, reveal, share with you, get to know you, let you, let you get to know them. Just try to keep in mind not to expect anything and trust what you do come with but what do you do come up with in your mind what the information is and you can always ask yourself when you're communicating with the spirit and you're like i'm not really sure if that's what they said or if that's what i'm feeling or if that's what you can ask like a i think i've talked to you about this before you kind of ask like it's a trivia question um like or i guess you can you feel like it's like a, you're you're answering a trivia question say the spirit's like blah 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 and i think you're ugly and you're like does not spirit really say that to me you know and you feel in your heart and it's a yes or no like you get a trivia question right it's like 
I won't fail the yes answer. They didn't really say I was ugly. So that was right. just my insecurity. They would think that, or, you know, just an right. example. But let's say, uh, like, when I communicate with Sam and I'll ask him something, if it, like, as I build up the communication with him better and better, um, I would listen to that yes or no feeling like when you get, when you get a trivia, like it's say Sam, blah, 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 in my head, you know, can you explain this to me? And I'll get an answer. And I was like, is that the right answer? Is that really what he's saying? Or am I just putting words in? Right. Them? And when it was him, I'd get that. Be like, yes, yes, yes. The answer is right. I got the answer. I got the answer. from Very him. anxious you know, feeling. Like, yeah. Like, See, like, that's like, how yeah, I like get Jeopardy. it. When... Like when you know the answer in Jeopardy. And you're yes. Like, what is a TV? Yeah. That's, you know? that's how, when when yeah. I do get, um, you, you know, that and when I have messages to give to people, that's how it comes with me. There's no, you know, well, is this really true? Am I crazy? It's just like, this is the message. I have to give it to you right now. I'm anxious. I know this is what it is. And, you know, I can't help it if I tell you and you don't know what I'm talking about. Or <laughs> I don't know. But it's like a whole weight is lifted off once I give you the information that you need to know. Because, you know, I know. It's it's just one of those things. I know that that it's what I need to do. So it's kind of like the same thing. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a yes yes feeling. I, to me, it's right in my heart, the center of my chest. Yeah, you know. And so we haven't talked about you getting messages before, have we? Well, you know, I I, I gave you one. Well, I mean, on on the podcast, have we talked? No, about that? no, 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 no. No. You want to talk about this? Sure, we'll save sure. It for next time. Yeah. That'd, that'd be a delicious subject to like, bite into. We could we could do that all day long, too. I know, right? We could just do this all day long. And, you know, maybe we should keep it a little longer, but a little short and sweet and leave them dangling for more okay. for next time. All right. And maybe we can come back here in a week, hmm. do it again, and talk about your messages because that's some neat stuff. And I want people to know about it because I bet some people can relate. Well, <laughs> you know, I'm hoping that everybody can relate. And, um, we can open up some eyes <laughs> or some and, ears and, and some ears <laughs> and some other orifices. We'll yes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you had me on today. I had a great time. Thank you, Missy. It's been really great. I really appreciate it. You have no idea. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and we'll probably be doing this again next week, hopefully. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. See you next week. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.